Greetings, everybody. This is Savi Fernandez, and I am the founder and president of Together We Stand. We are a national nonprofit organization, and we advocate for victims of racism, discrimination, and police brutality. And we do this through education, advocacy, and legislation. I am excited to be back with you guys. It's been over a month since our last podcast, unfortunately, we've had a lot going on, and um, we're a small organization, so sometimes getting us uh, together is not so easy, um, but I am I'm pleased to be back, and we should be rolling every Sunday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, from here on out. Um I wanted to give you guys a little bit of information. Um, we had a national call to action yesterday here in Oakland, California, um, for Gilda Baker, who uh, is the mother of Diallo Neal. Yeah. Uh, he was riding his motorcycle, um, and was being closely followed by a CHP officer, a California Highway Patrol officer, on uh, on a motorcycle as well. And uh, witnesses all testify and make statements that he, the officer, uh, hit Diallo's motorcycle, and Diallo actually... Uh, tragically flew into a concrete bus stop bench and was um, was killed. And uh, so far, uh, almost 12 years in, his family has had no uh, closure. They have not gotten any answers. And um, so we held a call to action yesterday with a wonderful organization here in the Bay Area called Open Circle, Families United for Justice. Um, And Antoinette Gregaro is one of the founders of that group, and it's a pretty amazing group of people. They come together uh, to support all the families in the area who've lost loved ones to uh, police violence, and it's, it's really an amazing family at this point, uh, to see the amount of community that came together yesterday for Diallo and for Gilda was pretty amazing. Um, so I am going to let you guys know how you can help. Uh, it's not too late. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, at TWS Revolution, you can uh, find the link, um, Justice for Diallo. It will take you to a page that will give you all of the information and instructions on how to send your emails and make your phone calls on behalf of the family. Gives you a little bit more information on the case, and there are links to even more articles uh, on that on that uh, site as well. So I'm I'm asking everybody that is listening to please make sure uh, to. Go to our Facebook page at TWS Revolution 
or you can go to our Twitter feed at TWS Revolution and uh, you will be able to find that link. Um, every single email counts, every voice makes a difference and we have actually changed lives uh, with these calls to action and so I encourage everybody to take five minutes out of your day to to do something small that actually could be life-changing. Um, I wanted to just give you guys an update on what we have going on in Together We Stand right now since it's been a bit since we've had a podcast. Um, we are actively doing a nationwide study, which we launched a couple of months ago. Um, we are looking at the mental health crisis training for law enforcement um, in the United States. We are trying to interview as many uh, law enforcement agencies and the organizations that do their mental health training as we possibly can, and our goal is to do several in each state. Um, what we are looking for is what is working, what's not working, um, and what's still needed. Uh, since we've been doing this work, we have seen uh, too many lives lost when uh, police have confronted folks who are in a mental health crisis. So clearly there's a need for more training, uh, better training, and uh, we're trying to find out where those holes are. And we hope to, at the end of this study, put together a comprehensive, holistic training program that we can offer law enforcement. Because, you know, the fact is that Yes, we do do work against police brutality, but we also recognize that we need our police officers, and um, we just want to support the good officers that are out there and offer them the best and all the training that they need in order to do the very difficult job that they have. Um, we've got to uh, understand that these folks that we ask to make life and death decisions um, on our behalf every single day need to have the best training there possibly is. Um, the fact that, you know, there's a huge percentage of our uh, police officers who are making these decisions with high school diploma as their only um, source of education is ridiculous and um we really we really need to work on on changing a lot when it comes to uh helping them be more prepared for this incredibly difficult job that they do um you know we've lost here in Berkeley Kayla Moore she was a wonderful young woman um she struggled with mental health issues and uh, she was cooking dinner in her apartment and, uh, you know, not too long later she was dead and it's uh, pretty frightening. You know, you know, there's Christopher Caldoni up in Oregon, same thing, you know, he was a young man in a mental health crisis and um, he's no longer with us. So these are real issues, um, real Issues. David Joseph out in, I believe, Dallas, Texas, uh, 
one of the hardest hardest videos I've ever had to watch. Um, teenager uh, in a severe, severe uh, psychotic break, it seems. Um, not clothed, in the middle of the street, running, and uh, he was shot dead. No arm, no arms, nothing. Nothing that would have made any person feel lethal force needed to be used. But in that moment, that officer did. And, you know, we really hope that this study and the subsequent training that we put together will make it so uh, we can save some lives and things like that will not occur in the future. Um, we are also really excited. I uh, did a show with these amazing guys uh, back in uh, February, or maybe it was late January, AJ Ali and Errol Weber. Uh, they are the producers of an amazing documentary, Walking While Black, Love is the Answer. Um, they are currently traveling the country doing uh, producer screenings for this amazing, amazing film. Um, it is truly going to be a catalyst in healing for our communities. Uh, Walking While Black, Love is the Answer really examines uh, the relationship that is in existence now with African American and law enforcement and how we can begin to heal and change that uh, dynamic. Um, it's so timely, especially, uh, you know, everybody at PWS is, is, is so excited about this because you know, the work that we do so often surrounds uh, the breakdown of this relationship between uh, the communities of color and law enforcement. And it is time that we figure out how to begin to hear one another and to heal uh, and to really build relationships because that brings back our humanity when we're able to see one another as individual human beings um, rather than uh, just continue on in an individualistic way, which is sort of how we're trained uh, growing up in this country nowadays. Uh, it makes a difference in how we treat one another. And I think uh, that's needed to build the trust necessary to heal, uh, to heal the pain and the past uh, between law enforcement and communities of color. So we're very excited about that, and uh, we will keep you updated as we get screenings available. Um, and we're also hoping to uh, have a page on our new website or a link on our new website that will be launching in the next month with a list of all of their screenings. So you'll be able to find out if they're going to be in your area because they are some amazing guys um, doing amazing work. And if you have a chance to hit up one of their screenings, you definitely want to make that happen. Um, so that's sort of the update right now. Uh, really, really 
thankful for everybody who has participated in <clears throat> our community conversations, who has participated in all of our calls to action, who bring us stories, information uh, on people who need help. Um, want to give all the love in the world to the families that we work with on a daily basis. Um, much love to Royce Eckley out in Texas. Um, we are still working on case for her son's death, Marcus Merritt Sr. Uh, Marcus died in uh, Louisiana, St. Landry Parish. Uh, he was, it was ruled a suicide, but all information we have gathered states otherwise. Um, there's been extreme corruption in that case, and we are going to continue to push until we get um, justice and answers. Uh, so, Royce, we're thinking of you and sending you love. We won't give up. I encourage everybody to look into this case. You can go to Facebook, Justice for Marcus Merritt Sr. Uh, page. Find out more about his story. Um, and, you know, lend your support. Write letters. Everything counts, you know. Um, big shout out to Gilder Baker. We love you. Um, I know that this is a really difficult time, um, but we're going to keep holding you up and lifting you up and getting you through this process. Um, I know it's difficult. I also want to touch on another case that we are working on and invite anyone who has any information to contact us at 1-800-528-1084. Uh, some of you who follow our work might be aware of the Saladin Barton case. Saladin was an amazing um, young man uh, who struggled with mental health issues as well. And he was killed in the Broome County Jail in New York. Uh, if you look up the Broome County Jail, B-R-O-O-M-E, County Jail and Sheriff Harder, H-A-R-D-E-R, -E you will see an extensive, extensive list of issues. People dying in that jail, everybody that I've spoken to who has had a loved one in that jail or has been there themselves, same things. I've heard the same names, the same issues. It is absolutely frightening that we are funding an institution like this. Uh, they have something called the Beat Down Squad. These are correction officers who literally beat and torture and harass and provoke inmates. It is totally unacceptable. Uh, and the sad thing is, is that they know where their cameras are and they know how to hide it. And it's really really disturbing. But we are working with Yasir Sal's uh, brother, and we are going to do everything we can to get known to the public in a huge way what's going on, because it's totally unacceptable and frightening. And I think the more people that know, 
the better. So I encourage you to look into that, and you can also go to the Justice for Saladin Barton Facebook page to learn more about uh, what is going on uh, in that case. And uh, you can also read some of the uh, pretty horrific uh, testimonies of others who've who've been uh, either incarcerated or had loved ones there. So. Um, I want to just take a time to thank everybody who came out to our vigil yesterday in Oakland for Gilda Baker and uh, for her son, Diallo Neal. Um, again, thank you, Antoinette Figaro for, from Open Circle, Families United for Justice. She was an incredible partner to work with, and we are so excited to continue this process with her. Uh, thank you to Praveen. Sinha, he has been working behind the scenes with us and absolutely an amazing uh, support. I'd like to thank my father, Dr. John Fernandez. Uh, he is the president of Advanced Research Management Consultants, ARMC Global. He's an author of over 10 books, former professor at Yale, and a former Black Panther. Um, uh, La Mesha Irizari from the Idris Deli Foundation. Thank you so much for coming out and speaking. You were an amazing, amazing energy, and I think uh, your presence uplifted all of us. So thank you, uh, Rebecca Ruiz Sunwu from the Idris Deli Foundation. Thank you so much, John Jones III from Communities United for Restorative Youth Justice. You were absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Jabari Shaw from the UNIA Panther Division. Thank you so much. Oscar Salinas and Dina Bello from the Nate Greer Coalition. Really glad to finally meet you guys. It was great to have you come out, and we certainly hope that we can help get justice for, uh, for Nate in the future. Um, Gwen Barnes, mother of Mario Woods. Wow, you're an amazing woman and inspiring to hear you speak. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for the fight that you do and the changes that you've made. Uh, Lori Valdez, it was wonderful to meet you. Lori Valdez was here for Justice for Josiah. She's doing amazing work. She's actually putting together sort of a handbook, I guess, um, on what to do if you are someone that you love is a victim of police violence and police brutality. So um, it's pretty amazing and necessary, and she's got a, got a, got a great, great thing going on. And uh, Dion Smith, mother of James Earl Rivera, whoo. She certainly is a force to be reckoned with, and I know that she has a healing uh, retreat of some sort coming up in Stockton on May 13th. We will post all of the information on this uh, once we get it on our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram pages at TWS Revolution. Uh, thank you to Denise Friday, mother of Colby Friday. Um, your son's life does matter, and um, we wish you 
Love, Strength, and Justice. And uh, thank you, Nomi, for videoing and photographing everything. You are amazing, as always. And to the Omnira Institute, these brothers and sisters were so amazing. Uh, absolutely phenomenal drumming circle out of the Bay Area here, African drumming. Truly a healing and lovely way to end a very difficult emotional rally. Um, thank you so much for coming out. And they actually offered to go on the anniversary of any of these families, um, loved ones dying to uh, to play um, for them. So it was, it's a pretty amazing offer and um, humbled to see the love um, in these communities that we have. So I'm going to close it out with that. Uh, I welcome anyone who's not already involved to join Together We Stand. Uh, you can join us by visiting our website, togetherwestand.nationbuilder.com. All one word. Nation Builder is all one word. Um, or you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or on our Facebook page and let us know that you're interested in getting involved in the work for social justice. We are starting up chapters across the country, and we'd love to have you be involved on a local and national level in uh, the actions that we're taking. So you can find us at TWS Revolution, and I will speak with you all next Sunday, 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 Eastern. Blessings.